Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Support for the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast comes from Shockrobes. Shockrobes makes beautiful, handcrafted sexual wellness products from 100% pure crystal. Crystals are a natural earth-made material that help to awaken higher levels of consciousness, work through emotional imbalances, and heal deep core wounding. Take all of that and put it in sex toy form and you've got yourself a mighty orgasmic tool. I have my own chakrub that's made of 100% rose quartz, which is this really beautiful soft pink crystal that helps me cultivate self-love, opens my heart chakra, and heightens my capacity to feel pleasure. And my orgasms are incredible, you guys. So if you want to bring sacredness and a little witchiness to your erotic life, head to chakrubs.com and use the code LIBERATION to get 10% off your purchase. That's C-H-A-K-R-U-B-S dot promo code liberation and tell them Evian sent you. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast. I'm Evian Whitney, and every other episode, I'll be giving you a quickie, a short and sweet episode where I share with you a personal story from my own sexual liberation journey. This week, I can't stop thinking about masturbating. <laughs> Actually, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it all month because May is National Masturbation Month. It's also apparently International Clitoral Awareness Month, which I don't know about you, but I think we should just deem May officially as the International Month of Sexual Pleasure. I actually don't know the history of International Clitoral Awareness Month, which try saying that 10 times fast, but I do know that National Masturbation Month was created in homage to Dr. Joycelyn Elders. Dr. Elders was forced to resign from her position as Surgeon General in 1995 after she suggested that masturbation be taught in sex education. I myself am very inspired by Dr. Elders, a black woman whose audacity and moxie helped shake the foundations of sexual shame and patriarchal norms. She and I have that in common. And so maybe it's from that place of brazen sex positivity that I've been wanting to understand my own relationship to masturbation. 
One thing that I keep coming back to as I think about this is why my solo sex life has significantly fallen by the wayside since I've gotten married and how I actually need to be masturbating more than I already am. So here's what I've been thinking about and tell me if you relate. I don't talk about it much because I'm not one to brag, but the sex I have with my husband is amazing. I mean, even after 10 years of being together, our sex continues to get more and more exquisite. I mean, it's wonderful, beautifully, lusciously, cosmically orgasmic. But an interesting thing happens when you're in a long-term partnership with someone and have such amazing sex with them. The sex you have with yourself tapers off quite significantly, or maybe it's just me. When we first moved in together, and before I ditched my vibrator, I masturbated way more often than I do now, which I attribute to a few things. For one, Jonathan was working a typical 9-to-5 back then, which left me, at the time, unemployed, directionless, and home alone, plenty of free time to jill off. I was also just beginning my sexual liberation journey, and self-pleasure was the first point of contact for me as I uncovered my erotic power. It was a safe space for me to explore the territory of my adult sexuality, especially when sex with him didn't come very easily. Now, these days, things are much, much different. Not only does my sexual identity feel more mature and grounded, but I've got shit to do. I can't spend as much time as I used to to self-pleasuring during the day. And the great sex I have so often with Jonathan only compounds all of this. It's always seemed a little pointless to take matters into my own hands when he does it so well already. But lately I've been thinking about the relationship I have with myself, about how I was mine before I was anyone else's, and how the embodiment of that truth should extend to my own solo sexual relationship. Because it doesn't, and I want to change that. So one of my erotic intentions for the new year is to masturbate more. And the purpose of this intention isn't necessarily to get off more, though that is a delicious bonus. I'm mostly interested in masturbating more as a pilgrimage to coming back to my individual sexuality, to remind myself of the inherent power within that erotic relationship, to empower my sexuality with my own hands and not rely solely on my partner to fulfill my sexual needs. If I'm being honest, I've relinquished some of my erotic power to my husband by relying solely on our sexual relationship to provide me pleasure and release. Unconsciously, I think I've made him responsible for my orgasm. So masturbating is now an expression of me taking my erotic power back. It's an opportunity to hold myself accountable to my own orgasm. It's a way for me to renew a sexual relationship with myself, the first relationship there ever was, outside of my partner's involvement. And that leaves me here, doing my best to touch myself more. I've been surprised by how challenging this has been for me, as well as the kind of things this is bringing up. For one, masturbating is usually the furthest thing from my mind most days. Even though I adore orgasm, even though it makes me feel incredible and brings me instantly back into my body, I'd rather do other things instead. 
And not even the must-do things like managing my business or buying groceries, but the silly little pointless things like plucking my eyebrows or scrolling endlessly through my Tumblr feed. It's not that I'm without amorousness. I mean, whenever I have them, and I have them often, I tend to associate my lustful feelings to my partner. When I'm feeling an undeniable urge in my body to get sexual and release, I immediately refer to him. Is he busy? I wonder if I should jump his bones right now or wait until later. It's as if my sexual expression is so connected to our partnered sex life that it doesn't seem to exist without it. And of course, there's a gorgeous aspect to that. I mean, I am married, and married sex is incredibly enjoyable, so there's no harm really in that being the instinctual first choice. But I've been feeling uneasy by how much importance I place on our married sexual relationship over my own solo sexual relationship. It feels unbalanced. Another thing that's coming up for me as I play with playing with myself more, is my love-hate relationship with pornography and how often that dictates my emotional availability toward masturbation. I mean, going on porn sites drains me. The flashing grotesque ads, the endless pop-ups, the slew of plastic women perfectly equipped to meet the standards of the male gaze. It's invasive, but mostly it's exhausting. And while I can come without visual stimulation, it certainly helps. A good porn video is hard to find amongst the garbage, and sometimes I simply don't feel like digging. But I'm most surprised by how often I find myself doing battle with harmful belief systems around my orgasm. Beliefs that I thought I got rid of long ago. Beliefs which keep me from seeking my orgasm on my own. In some ways, I still see my orgasm as cumbersome, arduous, convoluted. And on the days where I do decide to take the time for myself, I find that I'm pushing away daunting thoughts of, well, it's going to take too long for me to reach climax anyway, so why even bother? That isn't true, by the way. My orgasm, when my heart and body is fully in it, is really quite easy breezy. But still, these thoughts somehow arise. I really didn't anticipate how challenging this would be. This voyage of coming back to my sexual, individual self is so layered. But it hasn't all been an uphill battle. And taking time to reforge a solo sexual relationship, I've been reminded of the innate power of my sexual energy. That it has the capacity to awaken my creative muses, inspiring me to show up to my work fully. That it can open me to the heights of arousal in and connection to my body with a depth that isn't always available when I have sex with my husband. And I found that as I continue to seek the solo sexual relationship, it only enriches my shared sexual relationships. Because subconsciously, I thought that masturbation would somehow subtract eroticism from my married sex life. But it's complemented it sensually. Of course, this is all a work in progress, and I've certainly slipped up a few times in keeping my once-a-week quota, but that doesn't matter as much to me as rebuilding a foundation to my erotic self that has gotten lost in the shuffle of long-term commitment. I was my first. I am responsible for nurturing that union. I am responsible for my orgasm.
listening to the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, give it a heart on SoundCloud or share it with a friend. You can also tell me personally how much you love this via email. Evian at sexloveliberation.com. That's E-V-Y-A-N at sexloveliberation.com. I want to know how you've been celebrating the month of sexual pleasure. As for me, you can find me on my blog, sexloveliberation.com, where I write essays about sex, sensuality, and erotic empowerment. You can also find me on Instagram at evian.whitney, that's E-V-Y-A-N period, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, where I'm capturing moments of sexual liberation and self-love throughout the day. And if you want to be a sexually liberated woman, go to sexloveliberation.com slash SLW, and maybe I'll be chatting with you about your journey of erotic empowerment someday. See you in the next episode. Support for the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast comes from Shockrubs. Shockrubs makes beautiful handcrafted sexual wellness products from 100% pure crystal. Crystals are a natural earth-made material that help to awaken higher levels of consciousness, work through emotional imbalances, and heal deep core wounding. Take all of that and put it in sex toy form and you've got yourself a mighty orgasmic tool. I have my own chakrub that's made of 100% rose quartz, which is this really beautiful soft pink crystal that helps me cultivate self-love, opens my heart chakra, and heightens my capacity to feel pleasure. And my orgasms are incredible, you guys. So if you want to bring sacredness and a little witchiness to your erotic life, head to chakrubs.com and use the code LIBERATION to get 10% off your purchase. That's C-H-A-K-R-U bs.com promo code liberation and tell them Evian sent you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.